0: Hello. Here we are getting really close to Shavuos, Which means really, really close to getting the Taira. Which means a great time to learn. And we are finishing off its Wednesday, So we're finishing off a chapter in Tanya. We're finishing off the chapter that we are right now discussing in very great detail how it really works energy of creation itself. So to remind ourselves what we were saying and to continue, we said that Malchus of is creation. It's not that, well, okay, Malchus of is too strong, so let me go to squeeze and go to some lower dimension. No, Malchus is creation. It's got to work here. But within it working here, it's too powerful. So we said, fine. We're going to diminish Machos of Atziles. It won't be the sun herself, it will be the rays. Nope, still too powerful. And we said, okay, we need a shield, we need a filter. And what could be the filter that's stronger than Machos of Atziles, and yet respects and works with the parameters of creation, the will and intellect of God of the world of Atzillus as they're engarbed in tiramitzis. So it's more powerful, it's the will and wisdom of God more powerful than and it's engarbed in Torah which means Torah relates to creation so the energy will be softened to work with creation not overwhelm it. That's what we said yesterday. Now this continues from world to world meaning and I'm going to try to explain this again because I know it's a little bit a little bit hard sometimes for people to wrap their heads around this. We have the godly energy of a world. The godly energy are the ten spheros, the ten different manifestations of God's energy. That is godliness. That's put in place by God. But then we need creation to take place, which means taking God's energies of creation, channeling it through malchus of a malchus is sovereignty, and malchus is God's creative energies, then creation happens on the world. Creation meaning the angels of the world, the souls of the world, the chambers of the world, the ganedins of the world. They all come out through malchus of atzilus, which is creation energy, and then every angel or soul or room, every thing of the world goes to its proper place within those ten zeros, those ten dimensions of God's energy. Malchus, we said, is sovereignty. Now, a king doesn't have to get his hands dirty. A king rules by speaking. He says something, poof, it happened. So machus is actually God's speech. And with God's speech, creation takes place. Again, God doesn't have to get his hands dirty. He says, let there be light. And behold, there's light in the world. So machus is God's speech. Machus is God's creative energies. Why is speech creative energies? Because speech means a revelation of self outward. When I'm thinking, I'm revealing myself to myself. I'm understanding myself. I'm processing to myself. But speech means I take this inner revelation and I move it outward. Creation means the godliness is now outward, it's now outward bound for creation to experience. So God's speech, is outward revelation, is his creative energy. And through everything we've been saying these past few days, the golliness gets constricted enough intently to get to mark the gets constricted even more, goes through the filter of the will and intellect as engarbed in, in Torah mitzvahs. Creation takes place on the world of atzillus. Well, now we've got the rest of the world to deal with. So now we have to go and create the next lower world, which is the world of Priya. Again, in the world of Priya, we have the 10 spheres in place. We have the Kester and Chachma and Bin and Dad. We have all the spheres in place, but nothing is in that world. Because creation didn't happen yet. There's no souls, there's no angels, there's no chambers, nothing's happening. It's like the skeleton structure without any flesh on it. So how does creation happen? Creation happens through Machos of Atsilas. So Machos of Atsilas has to descend to the world of Bria. Now when she descends, and we're going to see this pattern in all three of the next worlds, there's a dynamics of two forces allowing creation to take place. One force is the Chachmah of each world, and the other force is the malchus of each world. Chachma is significant because chachma is the closest thing to God. Chachma is the power of negation of self, of self-nullification, of bitzl. Chachma is kayachma. I don't know what that thing is. It's a power that I can't even define. It's so undefinable because it's so amorphous because it's just reflecting God's energies. So who v'chachma so echad, as we learned previously in this chapter, Hashem is found, God is found in Chokhmah. So Chachmah is God's powers, most manifest. Malchus, as we're explaining, is God's creative ability, God's speech, God's outward revelation. But the real power of creation is Malchus of Etzelah. So we need Malchus of Etzelah to descend to these worlds. And then we need creation to take place. So Malchus of Etzelah, within her package, because again, she can't directly interface with anything. She's too strong for creation at all of as she is engarbed in the filter of the will and wisdom of God of the world of Atsilus as they are encased in Tara Mitzvah that's so a nice long sentence that whole package gets put in what we call the Holy of Holies of the world of Bria Kodesh Kedoshin in our physical world there was a physical temple in the physical temple there was a physical home for God there was the Holy Kodesh and then the innermost sanctuary the Holy of Holies what was in the Holy of Holies? In the Holy of Holies was the Aron, the Ark, in which were the tablets, the assertion of the What are the tablets? Tyra. So in this physical world, there was a physical locale of a physical room called the Holy of Holies, within which was Tyra, which in which was God's tablets of the Ten Commandments. And every spiritual world, there's also a Holy of Holies. And the same thing is really happening. The Holy of Holies is the most intense place of God in the world, which I've just explained, means the Chachma of the world. Chachma is the most nullification, and therefore most expressive of God. And what is found in the Chachma of each world? The Torah of that world. In our physical Kodesh Kadashim there's a room with an arrow, with an ark, with the luchos, with the tablets of the Ten Commandments. And in each spiritual world, there's a Holy of Holies, the Chachma of each world, the place of God's most overt presence within which the title of that world is found. And that's where machos of atzilus, engarved in the intellect and will of God as a package in our descend descends to absorb the God's energy of that world. But creation can't happen yet. Then that entire package, machos of atzilus within the filter of the intellect of ter mitzvahs, within the packaging of the Holy of Holies, Sometimes it's referred to as Kiseya Kavod. Have you ever heard the term, the Kisia Kavod, the Holy Throne of God? That means the same thing as the Holy of Holies, which means the Chachma of the world, which means, in essence, the Tyra of the world. That whole package, the Holy of Holies, the Chachma, within which is the tyra, that's The key point here, that Tyra of world, God's expression in that world, descends to the Malchus of the world, because again, Malchus is the power of creation. So now we have Malchus of Atzilus in guard within her filter, in guard within the holy of holies of the world of Bria, the Chachma of the world of Bria, the Tyre of the world of Bria, in guard within Malchus of Bria, and now through all these layers, Malchus of Atzilus, creative energies are going to flow. It's going to get past her filter of the will and intellect as they're in It's going to get past and through the Qaynesh kedushin the holy and holies of the world of Bria. And it's going to get past and through the malchut, the creative energies of the world of Bria. And from this energy, all that happens on Bria is going to occur. And this effect on the world of Bria. Now what is precisely the Torah of Bria? The Torah of Bria is Talmud. In other words, every spiritual world has a Torah that expresses the energy of that world. At Silas, is the world of Eitzel, of next to God himself, of expression of godliness. This is the Torah of Kabbalah, because Kabbalah is basically just God of God from God. Bria is the Torah of Talmud. Why? Because Talmud is the intellectual inquiry of Torah. Talmud is analysis and synthesis, breaking down and putting together and contrast and compare. That's Talmud the brilliance of Talmud, the brilliance of the intellect of Torah. That's the Torah of the world of Bria because Bria is a world of intellect. The world of Yitzira is a world of emotions. Being the world of emotions, the Torah of Bria, I'm sorry, I said Bria, I meant Yitzira. The Torah of Yitzira is halacha, is Mishnah. Mishnah tells us the bottom line halacha, the bottom line Jewish law to follow. Why is that emotional? Law doesn't sound very emotional to you. Because in essence, law is emotional. Law is what God wants. I want this to be kosher, and I don't want that to be kosher. I want you to say this, and I don't want you to say that. I want you to do this. I don't want you to do this. So everything I want and don't want is really expressive of my emotions. When you fulfill Jewish law, you're expressing, you're actualizing God's emotions. It's here is the world of emotion. Mishnah, Allah, Jewish law. It's expressive of those godly emotions, and Asiya is the world of Mikra, the world of the verses of Tanakh, the written Torah, because it's the world of bottom line acceptance of God's authority. Again, Atzilus is sublime godliness, Kabbalah; Bria is intellect, Talmud; Tzir emotion, Mishnah, law, and Asiya, Asiya is the action of Kabbalah soul. Just the action of accepting God's authority. It might not make sense to you, you might not feel it, but you do it. And that's the basic verses of the written Torah, the basic sukkim of Tanakh. So in each spiritual world, the same dynamics that we just explained is going to happen. So we have, again, the constriction of the energies of Mahcus of in this package, and then this whole package, Mahcus of within her filter, within the Holy of Holies of Bria, the Chachma, the tairah within Mahcus of Bria, it all descends to the Holy of Holies, meaning the Chachma, meaning the Tyra of the World of the as we explained, the Tyra of Mishnah of Law, and then that whole package, Mahcus of within the filter within the Holy of Holies of Briah, within the Machos of Bria, within the Holy of Holies of Yetzirah, descends into the Machos of Yetzirah, the creative energies of Yetzirah. And now the world of Yetzirah can be created. All the angels, all the chambers, everything that happens in the world of Yetzirah can now be formed through all of these layers. And then, Again, the same thing is going to happen in the world of Asiya. The same packaging and packaging and packaging and packaging and packaging. But what we have to understand is, within all those packages, when we uncover the layers, however far you go, what do you have? You have Machl of Etzira. Meaning, in the world of Etzira, you have the Machl of Etzira, within which you have the Chachma, the Taira of Etzira. Within which you have the machos of Bria. Within which you have the chachma of Bria, Within which you have the machos of Atsilas. Within which you have the infinity of God himself. So no matter how far down the machos of Atzilas descend, and no matter how many layers are appropriately over her to more and more and more filter her energies to work for that world, but in the core of it all it's the same thing. It's the machos of Atsilas, Within which is literally the infinity of God Himself. Any questions? Okay.